It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. <laughs> Broken Bard Studios! Darksend, Episode 3, is a Broken Bard Studios production. I would think it's obvious that I've been having one seriously messed up day. Oh, and lucky me... It was just getting better. Note the sarcasm there. Really, everything so far just plain sucked. There I was, my right arm was broken. I think it was, at least. I, I was able to use it more than I could earlier. Still hurt like hell, though. I had one mega migraine, and my ribs ached with every breath. Still, none of that compared to my blitzed-out mental state. What was I becoming? I mean, like, I admitted to myself that I could do things. You know, meta-level things. Mentally, I was able to sculpt concrete like clay or turn knives into liquid metal. I was still trying to get past that and figure out the how and why I was even capable of doing this stuff. Next thing I know, I opened the warehouse door and stepped right into the middle of a cartel gun deal. Told you, this day was only getting better. Woot! Lucky me. Whoa! Hold on a minute. Looks like we've got unwanted company. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? Oh, freak. You just picked the wrong door to open. What the frack? Kid, you're about to have a real bad day. He's not supposed to be here. This is bullshit. We're out of here. Miss Emma's gonna hear about this. When she does, it's gonna be your ass. I promise you. It's just some junky street kid. Look at him. Looks like he already got rolled today. Don't matter. He saw us. We don't do witnesses. You know what that means. Hey, it's Sway. I didn't see anything. I, I was just looking for my, uh, uh friend? Long black hair, trench coat, permascal. He just came out this door like two minutes ago. He probably saw a lot of stuff. Me? I didn't even see you guys. I can just find another door. I, I will just go. Wish I could say I feel bad for you, kid. But I don't, and this is business, not personal. If you only knew the half of it. I don't need to. Say goodnight, kid. 
Look, man, seriously, I won't say a word. I got enough dump to deal with. You guys are the last thing I'm worried about. Can't we just say, whoops, my bad, and walk our separate ways? I'm really, really having a bad day. I don't want to hurt you guys either. So, no blood, no foul. <laughs> you hear this kid? He doesn't want to hurt us. Funny guy. How just shoot him already, Matthias. This deal's a bust. Hey, Jonas, maybe you should just shut up. Remember who's running this deal. Besides, I'm the one who's got to answer to Miss M over this fiasco. You want me to tell her it was you and Samuel who didn't bother to make sure the warehouse was secure? I didn't think so. Hey, don't go bitching at us. You're the genius that scheduled this during daylight hours, not us. You got to expect more traffic at this time. Sounds like you guys have some family issues to work through. I'll just go. Sway? Not a chance, kid. For the second time that day, I got a gun pointed at me. This time, I had no doubt that this knob was going to shoot me. The cartel did not mess around. They'd been a prominent fixture in the city for years. Truth be told, for a long time, they had kind of helped maintain the status quo. That is, up until the old man got sick and logged out for good. He had run the cartel with an iron fist and didn't buy into the ultraviolence that the rise of the street gangs brought. Hell, the old man and the mayor were schoolmates and longtime friends. After he kicked it, there was a power vacuum and the lieutenants went to war over who would take control. This infighting allowed for the street gangs to gain a solid foothold. Rumor has it, the cartel got its stuff together a few months ago and has a new boss. Maybe this Miss M person these meatnecks were talking about. Now, instead of fighting each other, they were fighting the gangs. Tangented again. So yeah, uh, back to the draws pointing the gun at me. No way to run without catching a bullet. No option left but to try to use my so-called gifts. Unlike the two previous go-arounds, though, this time, I had a chance to focus. This had to work. For all his rhetoric about me being a killer, frack, winter can bite me. I was not going to murder these guys. I was concentrating, then things slowed down. Multicolored light streaks appeared, and I was thinking, maybe I can knock this guy out and make a break for it. But the lights were not responding to me. They just swirled around everything in sight. I, I couldn't seem to direct them at him. Matthias took a few steps closer to me, his finger moving towards the trigger. I concentrated for all it was worth. Time slowed down even more. The lights became brighter, rushing all around me. Still nothing. I was going to die. Panic had set in, and I remember raising my hands in a useless defensive gesture. Then it happened. The lights streaked into the gun as he was pulling the trigger. Ah! Ah, son of a... My freaking hand! Holy shit, Matthias. Your gun blew up. No kidding. I backpedaled through the door, falling down in the process. Once more, I saw the lights racing around, this time filling up the open doorway. Now you two idiots, kill that little freak. Trying to, damn it! Did I just make the air solid? The bullets, they just, they just keep stopping. Try aiming, dumbass. I am! They're not getting through the damn doorway! 
stop shooting. Get the hell out of my way. I'm going in after him. No time to think about it. I needed to hide. I was in no shape to outrun these guys. Oh. Oh, what the hell? Yeah. You see what I mean? Uh, it's not right, man. If you two don't kill that kid, I will kill you. Now, go in there and get him. Did you see what just happened to me? It's like some kind of energy field or some shit. How do you expect us to get in there? Bullets won't even go through. Use the window. I don't care. Just don't come back till he is dead. All right, all right, Sin. You heard him. Let's go. Uh, you, you first. Some pretty intense stuff, right? It was about to get even more so. I had managed to pull myself up to my feet and was making my way to the far corner of the warehouse to hide amongst the shipping crates. Wouldn't be able to hide long. I needed a plan. I crouched behind the crates when Samuel and Jonas came climbing through the window. You go right, I'll go left. Okay. I still didn't have control of my powers. Each time they manifested, it was all reaction and instinct, not something I felt comfortable relying on. Will you quit? Will you quit arguing with me? Just do it. You're in here somewhere. Yeah, boy. It wasn't personal for Matthias before. It will be now, though. Trust me, it'll be a lot cleaner and quicker for you if we find you first. Oh, there! Good! Huh. Ah, just a shot. Sam! We gotta find this kid now! Cops are gonna be here, there's been way too much shooting. Yeah, yeah. Just keep looking. Check out that corner over there with all of the crates. I'm going up the stairs to that office. Alright, I'm on it. Damn it! I just huddled behind the crate, scared out of my mind. Desperately scanning the area for anything I could use. Maybe some sort of weapon or, even better, another hiding place. Nothing. No. Wait. There was a control box for the chain lift, just about 20 feet away. If I could make it to that box without them seeing me, maybe I could turn it on. That would distract them, right? I mean, the lift was on the other side of the room for me. I, I could reach it. I know I could. Especially with Samuel headed to the mezzanine office. Come on. Come on, kid. I promise I'll put one right between your eyes. It'll be over before you even know it. Not like those other two guys. They'll hurt you real bad. You just make it easier for me and I'll make it quick for you, I promise. Hurry up! We need to get moving. I can hear sirens heading this way. Last chance. Freak. You come out now, or I will definitely make it worse for you. Yeah, I heard him. Having any luck over there? Not yet. The door to the office is locked. I'm going to bust it open and check in there. If he's not there, he has to be over by you. I know. I don't think he had time to even get up there. Look, I gotta be getting close. Just, just spot me from up there, right? 
Be my eyes in the sky! He was right. He was getting close, and I had to make a move soon. Problem was, I couldn't see Samuel. If I tried to make it to the control box, he might see me and start shooting, and then I was totally fragged. I was gonna have to try. I remember thinking how I wish that that doorway got blocked by the... What did they call it? Yeah, uh, energy field. Wait, maybe that was it. I'd already been able to do that. M maybe I could stick with stuff I knew I could do. Problem being, I had no clue how I did it. Either option was a huge risk, but hey, at least I had options. I heard Samuel force open the door to the office. His attention was elsewhere. The control box was going to be the best chance I had, or so I thought at the time. I started crawling as fast and as quiet as I could, using the other few crates as cover. The control box was only about ten feet away now. Just one more crate between me and it. I was almost there when Jonas stepped around from the other side. For a split second, we locked eyes, and I found myself yet again staring down the barrel of a gun. Gotta be this way. Wrong place, wrong time. Huh? You little freak. Why can't you just leave me alone? Okay, so at this point I'm sure you noticed that the whole panic state seemed to be key to the weirdness. You scanned me, right? I mean, sure, it wasn't always gonna be that way, but for now it definitely was the key. So, as I yelled out at him, I saw his eyes go wide with shock and fear. I was scared stupid myself. In a moment of useless desperation, I reached out for the control box like it was some sort of lifeline. My brain was so addled that I think that I may have actually believed it could somehow stop me from being shot to hell and back. Funny thing is, I kinda did. See, as I yelled, I remember seeing sparks in front of me. My hand stretched out towards the control box, and a bright blue bolt of electricity leapt from it and struck Jonas right in the face. The ceiling lights, electrical boxes, and outlets all over the place exploded. I could smell burning flesh. Jonas didn't even have time to scream. What the? Jonas! Jonas! What did you do? What the hell are you? I said, I said I didn't. Didn't want to hurt you. Just let me go. Just leave me alone. Stay back, freak! Fracking freak! I'll kill you! I'll fracking kill you! Wasn't that your plan already? You, you killed Jonas. You, you killed him. He, he tried to kill me. 
you? Die, you son of a bitch! Fracking die! I was spent. Like, complete screen lockup. I was there on my knees, feeling like I just got jock-punched by three cities worth of bullies, saying to myself, So yeah, I just lightning bolted this guy in the face. That happened. And then, this Sam guy comes up, flipping out on me? I was done. Breaking point type, frack it, done. I mentally checked out, and this guy, this asshat Samuel, he was making me really mad. Then my ribs stopped hurting. My arm wasn't throbbing anymore. I was finished with running. I stood up to face him. I could see electricity spark from my eyes, and I even felt heat coming from my face paint. I was just staring at him, angry, but not aggressive. We had our words, and then he shot at me. A lot. I stood motionless. I didn't even blink as the bullet shot harmlessly out of the barrel in the form of vapor. I just kept staring at him. A bolt of electricity shot from a nearby outlet to his gun, sending it flying from his hand. Oh God! Oh God! Please don't hurt me! Don't kill me! The explosions from the outlets, power junction boxes, had weakened the rigging, the, the tracks that held up the chain lift. It was about to collapse. Screw this! You two are on your own! Oh shit, Matty! Please, kid. I am sorry. I am so, so sorry. Please, I'm fracking begging you here. Please don't kill me. You should move. Too late. Wrong place, wrong time. Dick. Catching on fire. Save me. All the here. Save. Save me. I didn't want to hurt you, but I am not going to save you. <coughs> Wait. Sorry, Sam. Guess we both had a real bad day. Design and post-production by Austin Beach. Musical score by Dane Leonardson. Featuring music used with permission by Striplicker. A link to more of their work is in the show notes. Starring Drew Prophet as Corin, Mike Jansen as Samuel, 
Steve Schneider as Jonas, Austin Beach as Matthias, and Jeremy Hennessy as the gun buyer. Thank you for listening. Are you still with me? Good. I appreciate your patience, BT Dub. I had no idea where in the hell my best friend was, or if he was okay. I mean, the police didn't really even ask about you. Their focus was on the driver that hit us, and if I saw how he died. And that was the thing. The very thing that kept me from telling the truth. The one thing that kept me lying to your mom. I've called the car service to pick you up and take you to your house, okay? Now, I was thinking if you don't mind, you, you could wait there for a while just to see if Corinne shows up. I have a car here for a Marcus Russell. Uh, Marcus Russell? I suggest you keep your mouth shut until we are in the car, and I will tell you about your friend. Do not test me with this. You have to be kidding me. Who in In the the car now, Marcus? I will not ask again. I've been fighting myself. The one that I've become. I want to make sure your friend understands the burden he bears and what it means. Right, because that clears it all up. I can see why you two are friends. Are you fracking kidding me? How about why in the hell did you just leave porn in some warehouse? Because he told you to? If you're so damn concerned with his safety and well-being, Then how did you come to the conclusion that abandoning him while he is injured and confused was a good idea? Why would I risk him lashing out in anger at me when he has no real control over his powers? I am of no use to him if I am dead. So you basically left a toddler with a loaded gun. Man, you are a piece of work. Your cooperation in this ordeal would be immensely helpful. But make no mistake, I am in no way beholden to you, Marcus Russell. I am sure you and Quarren will have much to discuss. On the dogs. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, 
We introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.